This is episode 327 on January 16th, 2020. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. Woohoo! The crew's back together. How are you guys doing? Let's start. Uh, let's just quickly uh, get to uh, Matt and say uh, Happy New Year. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Did you survive the uh, the the Cub Scout uh, adventure? Yeah, it was actually quite fun. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was good. I actually did probably more photography during that thing than I did uh than I have like any other time in the recent past. Oh, that reminds me. This last week uh we're we're putting together a project and the children's pastor at the church was like, "Oh man, I need photographs to be able to put into this uh large sheet that we're passing out." And so we went through the whole lineup of what we did last year and I'm like, "I got a photo for that, for that, for that, for that, for that." And he was like, he's like, "Sweet." Um there was some photos I didn't have, but you know, I was al- I almost had all the uh different events but i know what you're talking about <laughs> all right uh, it's good to oh. be back it feels like i haven't podcasted in like months yeah it, it's you well, know it's been since last year exactly <laughs> it's <is> true <laughs> oh that's awesome well uh let's go ahead and jump into our focus point focus point all right, we are going to talk about an app, and I'm going to hand this over to Dave. Take it away, Dave. Now, uh, this app was actually suggested uh, to me by uh, via an Instagram message uh, by Ransomed in Blood, uh, Bill. And I posted a couple photos where uh, I was at work, and we have this little walkway between the two wings that luckily has glass so you can actually look out and and see that you're not just stuck in a big uh, windowless building all the time and i thought the the sky looked kind of neat being uh bordered by the building and i got a picture tried a couple different edits and posted i said well um you know it, it was like well do you try different apps and i said yeah occasionally you know i'll try one app here just to get a different feeling he said have you heard of visionist and I said, no, I haven't heard of that one yet. So it's it's actually spelled just like it sounds, Vision IST. It, it is a free download. Uh, you are limited to only 10 different filters uh, for the free version, but you are not limited in its functionality. It's more of limiting the amount of filters. So... Um, and if you want the full the full amount for all the filters, um, double check here. It's two at least in the U.S. store. It's two ninety nine to upgrade for all the filters. Um, I've been using it just with the plain ten filters uh, since I got it, and you get a good amount of variation uh, in terms of the different shadings and how things look. Um, I will say that a lot of the filters are very similar. They have, a, they have a very similar feel to them, and they are definitely—they're not photorealistic filters. 
So if you're looking to get something that will do a minor tweak or do some basic color corrections, this is not that filter for you. So this is definitely very, or it even say one touch, I'm actually going to say tap your photos into art. So you're get, definitely getting with the more abstract side of the filters here. Um, but when you first open it up, it's really straightforward. Uh, opens up to kind of a blank screen and it asks you, you know, do you want to take a picture or do you want to pull something in from the library? Like everything else, first time you either take a picture or pull it in, it asks you for permission, just like normal. Uh, recently, I've been getting a little video ad for another app they have, but if someone's giving me something for free, I'm willing to do that as a trade-off. Perfectly fine for that. And when you open it up, the one nice thing is down below for the different filters where you can kind of scroll horizontally through, it gives you a little thumbnail of what the photo will look like with its default. Where I've seen other applications where you open it up, they show you the filters down below. And when they show you the filters, they kind of give you a general what it generally will look like, but not with that particular photo. So at least you get a good feel for it that way. Uh, if you if once you happen to like a particular filter or want to see it uh, enlarged, you do have a couple of different options down below. Uh, luckily, everything is on this main screen. So once you pick a filter, your different options are here. There's no hidden menus or anything else you have to deal with. Uh, you basically can adjust the strength of the filter in terms of going from no filter to very heavy on the filter there. Kind of straightforward. There is a different lighting option where you can change how the light's on it, either a soft light, a full, a hard light, soft light, what they call uh, luminosity or full. And that really affects how heavily it's colored. So if you go with a soft light, you're not going to get a lot of colors, a lot of overbearing colors on it. But if you go full, you can almost get it to where it looks like a um, like a wood carving, a wood carving of the image itself, with some nice color highlights there. And the other nice thing is when you actually change your options down below, it changes all the thumbnails. So yeah, if does. you change, let's say, let's say, yeah, when you go to like hard light, all the thumbnails down below change to also be hard light. So you can see how that will now also look. Uh, next, and, and really, there's only really three options. Um, you have the intensity, which I said, the, the lighting, and then how abstract you want everything to be going from basically there's three letters, levels, less, medium, or more abstract. And if you go full abstract, it throws in where it almost looks like an impressionist painting at times. So you can get some really unique looks on how things go. Uh, they do give you an option to uh, upload your image uh, so you can put it on a canvas. Don't have to do it. I haven't tried that or saw the prices yet. But the last option, and the nice thing is... When it after you try the three main options it gives you, the save button starts to move a little bit. So even though it's an arrow pointing out of a box, an open box, so you're not if you're not 100 percent sure, it kind of gives you a little hey hey over here, click here, and it's just a straight save sheet. 
So it's just the normal, nothing, it's nothing, it's just whatever is built into the iOS. So you can just save the image right to your camera roll and have everything taken care of that way. So it doesn't really do any editing in terms of uh, brightness, contrast, any, you know, adjustment of the photo itself. It's just the filter app in order to throw it on like that. But it does make those, I'm sorry. I was going to say, when I, when I first, like, saw this, I just kind of rolled my eyes and was like, oh, geez, another one of these apps. Um, like, this this isn't really, like, my style, right? Like, I don't like to put filters like this on my pictures, but that's that's me. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, it, like, I don't know. So I guess kind of right off the bat, I just kind of was like, it to me, it's just another, like, Prisma or, like, an app yeah. similar to that, right? Um, and as I kind of look at, like, the the screenshots that they have as like examples. Um, it really kind of looks more like a cross between maybe some sort of, uh, style out of like the Prisma app and maybe like another app, like tangled effects. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but as I, as I read about the app, if, if I was going to use an app like this, I think this might be the one that I would be most happy with. And, and the reason for that is um, it, it does offer um, um, different – the words are escaping me. Holy smokes. Different um, blending modes, basically. So, um, you know, like if you were in like Photoshop or um, – I don't know, even on the iPhone, like Polar or any uh, any app that really has like uh, the ability to work in layers, a lot of times you have uh, blending modes like normal or screen or soft light or luminosity, and, and they do different things to the layer that you're working on and the way that it blends either the colors or the the highlights and shadows or whatever in with the layer below it. Um, and this has four of those options. It has hard light, soft light, luminosity, and full, which I don't know what full means. That could mean normal or it could mean multiply. I'm not really sure. But just the fact that it has those options adds a whole nother uh, dimension to these effects. And, and the way that it would be applied to your photo. And then the other thing that I think is really cool is that um, this app works with uh, three, like um, your d- depth photos. So if you're doing stuff in portrait mode, um, it can basically, you know, apply like a slightly, it looks like maybe a slightly different style to the background blur. Um, and, and then it also preserves that depth data, uh, when you output that picture to like Facebook or something. So you can, you know, use the 3d photo option and stuff like that. So, um, those two things kind of jumped out at me as differentiating itself from a lot of the other similar apps, uh, that are out there. What are your thoughts, Greg? Hey, Matt. 
Yeah, it's uh, you, you know I'm kind of in the same boat Matt is on on these filter apps. Uh, I I just don't use them that much. Um, you know, not my style. But I have to agree that like I downloaded it and I you know I played around with it a little bit. Um, I'll, I'll try a few more things with it, and um, it, it does have some real nice effects that it gives you and uh you know what i like about it too is that the blending you know you can blend two of the filters together or whatever and um so you know there's some there's some functionality there that maybe not so present in in other apps like uh, you know prisma it's been quite a while since i've tried it um but yeah, if if I'm gonna keep an app like this in my on my phone, this is probably gonna be the one. Um, you know, it's not so much like uh, oh, there was one that we used to do for that looked like watercolors. Um, I forget what it was called, but it it was kind of a nice one too. But but this one, like it's if if you want to make. You know, you know, say like an avatar for your online presence, and you want to make it cartoonish. I think this this would be the one for that. Um, and you know, you can adjust the intensity of the filter too, so you can make it, um, you know, full on 100%, or you can back it down to like 50%, where basically 50% of the photo actually shows through it, so it it lessens the effect of it. But um, it, you know, it, it's kind of neat. When I when I first looked at the uh, um, looked at it on the app store and you know looked at the videos and the things like that i thought you yeah, know this this might be kind of cool so i'm gonna play around with it and see what see what i get I've, I've only tried it on one photo so far so i'm gonna try it on a few different types of photos and you know maybe that will be um the thing that makes up my mind on it better yeah i'm looking you know looking at it as in the same way i don't use a whole lot of filtered apps apps um on my phone but you know the last one that i got i really liked and that was make sure i get the correct image ah image m is it ima engine yeah that's it yeah i'm an engine yeah yeah mary walker talked about that one yes and so I have that one and I and I use it a lot um, just to be a little bit more creative if I if I have a subject that I want to you know, sort of pretend like I drew I can use that app to vector and create art with um, and then every once in a while you know tangled effects will come in handy um, I think this one is very much a uh, in the similar vein has tangled effects except without the um sort of the strangeness of of that filter but you know i think i'll keep it and pull it out every once in a while and try it mm -hmm. so matt you 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 actually um got my memory going because i was thinking look this this has a very similar style to an app i used to have and i couldn't remember the name of it until you said prisma and it is very Prisma-like in terms of, I think, the feel of it. Um, it, it, yeah. it works a whole lot better than Prisma, though. That yeah. was always my problem with Prisma. It was not a matter of I didn't like it. It was 
I click on an image, and I even on Wi-Fi. On when, when I first got my my iPhone 10, I tried to install it, thinking it was old hardware, and it took two three seconds. It seems like just to process each filter, and it just kind of the the the, the it wasn't the outcome. It was just it took. I hate to say two or three seconds that long, but if you want to try m- multiple filters, it just got to be click, wait, wait, wait. And I kind of gave up on it after a while, but this has a very similar vibe to it. Yeah, I think that's with that app in particular. Um, I, I, I know that at the time when it came out, the the actual effects were basically not in the app. So your photo was getting pushed to a server, the effect being applied and then it being basically like resent to your phone or something to that effect, which, you know, made it take forever for the effect to be, to be applied. And I think they fixed that or did something different with it. So it's a little faster now, but I haven't used that app in ages. So I, can't say for sure. I don't think this app is doing that because it does seem to be much quicker than um, than Prisma was. Yeah, I'm, there's I'm, no way. There's no way this is uploading, processing, and then re-downloading oh, again. No. You know, as oh, fast no. as it is. So cool. Well, I'll have to download. Uh, visionist and give it a try and um i i don't think it's something that you'll see uh, me post probably but um it looks intriguing maybe i'll play with it yeah well cool yeah um we'll be we'll have more on that later so let's go ahead and uh move on to our next subject which is filmic first light so greg Go ahead and take care of that. Yes. Okay. So uh, I talked about Filmic First Light before on the show, and it's um, uh, just as a quick recap: it's a new camera app from the makers of Filmic Pro, the uh, the really really good video app, and um, <clears throat> it's uh, th- these guys. You know, I think they're they're real uh, fans of the uh, days of old. Um, you know, photography, the the film days and things like that, because their their looks they call them. They don't call them filters, but they call them looks. They are a combination of different types of film emulations, um, or film emulsions. Sorry, and you know they've they've kind of added their own flair to them and given them special names and whatnot. So. That's what First Light is, and I mean it's a it's a pretty nice camera app, well designed. Um, it's it's been getting a lot of traction lately, but it's also been getting a lot of um, uh, people complaining about the subscription model. So, I guess it's been so much so that they have decided in an update that they pushed. I believe it was yesterday to change it from a subscription model to just a standalone purchase. And if anybody has subscribed already, then they now are owners of the app. They have to, you know, they don't have to purchase it or anything. They, they, if, they, if you've subscribed, then you already own it. So, you know, I, I uh, uh, 
subscribed or put a subscription in for a whole year to give it a good try. And so it cost me, oh, I think it was 10 something or maybe 12 bucks Canadian. And the, uh, the price in the U.S. is seven ninety nine now to buy it, and the, in Canada it's ten ninety nine. Um, so I don't feel I'm that much put out by if I paid a couple of dollars more. Uh, I'm okay with that; it's not a big deal. Um, but I because I do enjoy the app. I, I like the looks that it has and and things like that. But I think what makes uh, these guys that at this company really special is as you know there's a lot of fires going on in australia and it's just absolutely horrible what's going on there and these guys put on their instagram today uh, so i'll just read the posts after listening to fan input we are moving our filmic first light photo app from subscription to one-time payment we will donate 50 percent of this week's first light revenue to uh, it's an Instagram account called Wires Wildlife Rescue, and it says who are working to save animals affected by the Australian bushfires. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, and there's a uh, it says download link um, in the bio. So I think that's pretty nice of these guys to uh, to offer that up. Um, you know they must be getting a, a, a good chunk of revenue. To, to offer half of a week's worth of revenue up to to help with these fires, uh, I, I was I was really impressed with that. So, um, and the only comment on that post is by someone named Sony Rumors, and they said don't need the app, but we'll get it for this very reason. So I think that's that that's pretty cool too. Um, but so I mean, I had a, a an exchange on Twitter with a chap, and um, uh, Jack Hollingsworth was involved in it as well. And this fellow said that he he was just totally against subscription models. He just did not like them. And, I mean, he was just one person. But because Jack and I were involved in this conversation, I have a feeling Filmic probably saw it as well because um, Jack was actually involved in the development of this of this app. And to, to what extent, I don't know. But, I mean, I know, I know he... He's in the credits, and he supplies some of the photos, I think, in the tutorials and whatnot. So he knows these guys. And um, when this other fellow was on Twitter complaining about these subscription models, uh, you know, my it wasn't really an argument, but my side of the debate was that the, the developers need to make some money, right? So... I'm not totally opposed to a subscription model if it's something that is reasonably priced and I'm going to get a lot of value out of it. Um, there's some subscriptions that are, you know, crazy expensive and I just won't bother with them. But uh, to, to see them change from their subscription model, which was a pretty good source of income, to uh, just a standalone price, I think that's a bold move. And I think they're pretty confident that they can um, you know keep this keep this app alive uh, and this fellow that had this stuff going on on Twitter I noticed today he said he bought it so hmm. he is supporting the guys at filmic um, you know and he's doing it on, I guess on his terms I guess you could say and the funny thing was he had a comment um, where he would be willing to buy 
you know, extra looks or extra filter sets to help uh, support them and, and, and support further development of the app, which I, I probably would too. I mean, and, and they're, they're pretty nice. They work very well. And uh, um, I don't know. It's not replacing Halite, don't get me wrong, but it is a very, very good app. And this has this doesn't do the video. Is this filters for videos also, or just for regular photography? Just photography. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's there's a there's a button in the interface that you can have set. It's like the Filmic Pro button. You press that, and it take if you have it installed on your phone, it takes you right to the video app. Nice. But uh, no, this is this is a completely uh, photography thing. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool that they're they're willing to do that, especially to, you know, support what's happening in Australia. But, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. You know, I've had conversations with people to say, oh, I, I don't want a subscription or I don't want to pay for an app. And, and a lot of times we are getting much more than what we would have had back in the early 2000s when we had to buy the whole you know, whatever Adobe or Corel or any of these other uh, companies were putting out where you had to buy the whole kit for six, seven, eight hundred dollars, depending on what you were trying to get. Um, and yeah. but at the same time, you know, I told him, I said, you know, these people have to eat, you know, they can't create something for free and expect to have a living. Same thing That's goes. Right. Same thing goes with photographers. For photographers, some some will always, you know, create their art. But if you have somebody that is trying to work for a living, they have to eat. They can't. They can't give away, you know, their their trade. They can't give away their uh, their art for free. Um, and so, you know, their their struggle is: I have to. I have to fight against the people that are willing to underbid me or do it for free. Um, and so, you know, what do you want? How, how do you want to do it? So I'm, I'm really glad that guy uh, um, decided to, you know, support what they're doing. And the other, uh, the other company that said, Hey, you know, we don't have a need for this, but we're going to go ahead and do it. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, um, you know, I've always I've always been one to say you know apps are cheap, you know like apps on your iPhone like this. I mean, sure, there's some expensive apps, but in general, uh, you know that. Okay, so Visionist, we were talking about Visionist, and and David mentioned that there's a little video ad in the app, and then if you tap the ad, it takes you to the app store to that app. But I, I'm assuming it's one of their other apps, and it's like three ninety nine. Uh, if it was an app that I really wanted, I, I, you know what? I really wouldn't think twice of just going ahead and buying it. Um, but it's, it, I generally don't buy them unless I'm pretty sure I'm going to use them. Uh, <clears throat> I, you know, saying that, I've bought a lot of apps in my day and a lot of them I haven't used in a long time. But, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've, I've learned over the years that if it's something that I'm really going to use, then I'll buy it. I, I, you know, I put a little more thought to it now than I first. I mean, when I got my first iPhone 4S, that's when Instagram was just taking off, and 
you know, the filter thing was really big and then different looks and that. And I look at my uh, my big poster on the wall here of my 2012 um, photo of a day. I mean, the number of different filters and things that I used that year to, to make my images that I posted every day. Wow, I, I couldn't even tell you how much I must have spent. <laughs> right. That's crazy. I know. But, you I, know, that was back when Snapseed was five ninety nine yeah. for us in Canada here. Four ninety nine um, here in the U.S., yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, it, and, but now, of course, it's free. But And, and that's happened uh, even, you know, my beloved Lumabee that I, that I use all the time. When I first got it, I had to buy it. I, I didn't care. I love the app. I really use it a lot. Uh, even to this day, but a couple of years ago, the guys put it out for free. Um, I don't know if it was, uh, you know, a, a point of the, I mean, I know they developed it as a hobby, but um, I, I don't know if it was a point that they, they had a certain amount they wanted to make off it, and then the rest didn't matter, and then after that, maybe they went free, I don't know, but um, I, I've just never really been one to to, you know, be too concerned about how much an app costs yeah it it depends if if you're paying a subscription for something that you use maybe once or twice a year yeah i would probably adjust you know your thinking on what you subscribe to if it's if it's a one-time purchase uh, then, you know, by all means, you know, what's, what's $7. I'm looking at Filmic Pro, which I'm going to, I've been using a little bit more and more. It's a high quality app. If you guys are looking for something to video, especially if you're doing a project, Filmic Pro is awesome. You know, it's $14.99 and they have other in-app purchases, but it is well worth the money. The image stabilization that you get with Filmic Pro is amazing. Uh, even the zoom quality. I try doing pinch to zoom when I'm doing certain videos and you can see the camera shake. You can get that sort of jarring. I'm zooming in, but it's not as smooth as possible. The zoom in on Filmic Pro is is very good because you can go as slow as you want or you can speed you can go as fast as you want, but it's almost a controlled, like you were meant to do it. Um, yeah. And if you take the time to, you can have presets too. You can hit, oh yeah, you know, a certain point at, for a certain focal distance. And I mean, if you're actually filmmaking, right. Uh, and if you want to, to make it look professional, you can, it has the capability to do that. Yeah. So needless to say, I'm kind of, kind of transition here but i i've been using filmic pro and you know i'm trying to i'm trying to become better at video but i'm also doing it with a purpose and that purpose is to create uh video announcements for my church and um and so what I've also been doing is using the soundboard and trying to get the, the audio quality good because, you know, pictures are great uh, or the, the image is great, but if the sound quality is terrible, it takes away from the experience. And so I, put, I, I texted you guys the device that I was using uh, called iRig2. And what it is is a guitar interface 
to be able to plug into your iPhone and use with an app and you can play electric guitar on your iPhone. Um, and then it has like a through to go to an amplifier, but it, it allows you to do different things. But the one thing that I researched was I was looking for a way to get audio from either a soundboard, an in-ear uh, receiver into the iPhone so that you can have that quality uh, sound instead of getting like the um, outside um, sounds that you normally would get from the from the iPhone. And what it does is it it, it, it bypasses, like uh so just to break it down when you plug something into your iphone it's going to do both the uh, headphone and the uh, microphone so you have to find a way to select just the microphone and uh, and until your phone recognizes that there's a microphone plugged into your phone it's going to use the mic that's built into the iphone so you're like oh i plugged it in but it's not it's not going into the phone there's a reason it doesn't recognize it but what irig 2 and other similar devices do is it's it not it doesn't trick the iphone but what it does is it activates the the option to have a external microphone plugged into your phone and it will turn off the built-in microphone from recording and it's great so i'll put a link in the show notes for irig 2 it's only 30 dollars on amazon um, and i think they have other options more high uh high scale uh ones where you they have bluetooth options and, and all that but you can get creative with um in-ear lav mics in order to if you're doing video in order to get good quality videos um i i do it for the facebook live for our church um i'm going to be doing it for the video announcements it, this is stuff that you can do if you're doing a tutorial on say an app or uh, you're going out and you're doing landscapes you know mark is really good with with doing videos and i know that he uses a device that that um, helps to record what he's doing uh, whether he uses a a lav mic or not you know that's just you know beyond uh, beside the point but you know we can create content uh, whether it's for YouTube, Facebook, or, you know, say you're doing a family function and have good quality uh, images and sound all in one. And it just takes a little bit of time of, you know, researching or you can find other people that have done different things and you don't have to recreate the wheel. I've kind of felt like I've been recreating the wheel, but, you know, I it could be that I wasn't looking in the right spots. So, these are things, you know, the apps that we buy, the the devices that we, we, we buy to go with our photography or videography helps. And so sometimes, you know, going the cheapest route is not the best. Or you can find good quality stuff that is cheap. It, it just depends, but you're kind of rolling the dice. But I have to say that 
you know, Filmic Pro, $14.99, well worth it. The iRig um, audio interface, definitely well wor- uh, worth the price, $30. And, uh, you know, I you can do all sorts of stuff. You just, you know, you have to kind of get out there and experiment. Yeah, and the same goes with their uh, first light. I mean, uh, seven ninety nine for for the complete app now in the U.S. Ten ninety nine in Canada, pretty good deal for what you're getting. Absolutely. All right. Is there anything else that we need that we wanted to bring up with that? Well, Joe, I have a quick question. I'm sure. looking at at what you posted in the uh, chat. Now, can you? I don't think it would bite, but can you use the uh, microphone to lightning adapter? That's it what looks you like it uses a headphone. Po- it does. Headphone. So okay. all your your iPhone has an adapter that goes from lightning to the uh, eighth inch um, jack. And you, yeah, you assuming you, assuming that everyone hasn't already lost it, yes. Right. <laughs> oh, it was floating around in my pocket, and I set it somewhere, and I don't have it anymore. No, they're they're really cheap. I don't think they're they're you know too expensive. Uh, but you have to have that adapter. Um, it is not. I have a feeling that I'm I'm going to go through adapters probably more than I normally would because the. I haven't. I don't have the setup to where it can support the weight of the iRig two. iRig two is is not heavy, but I think it does put a strain on the adapter. So I may have to look into something that would uh, be a little bit more heavy duty than what Apple supplies. But it it, it works. And so as long as you're aware of it, you can probably uh, add some support to it. But eventually, I think it's going to fail because it is so, so thin. Uh, I don't think it would support the iRig 2 and the line cord that goes to the uh, in-ear receiver um, for, you know, for very long. It could be a year and then it finally fails or it could be sooner than that. Who knows? But yeah, you do have to have that lightning adapter. Yeah. And I just happened to look it up, and the Apple and I—I I don't know if you can get an off-brand or not, but the Apple brand one, at least at Best Buy, is ten dollars. Yeah, yeah. So it could be cheaper on Amazon, but who knows what you're buying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't want to fry the phone. Yeah. So, I mean... For 10 bucks. I mean, it's only 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, we're not looking at... I I, I mean, I, I look at the the iPhone. Of course, you can... You know, you, you're buying an iPhone. Typically, now, you're, you're in the range of $1,000. Uh, but I don't have to go out and buy a separate camera. I have a separate camera. And I can possibly even use that. That I might, I may pull out my 6D and, and start doing more, more video with that, you know. But the iPhone, I mean, I can edit, I can post, I can do all sorts of stuff on iMovie and and some of these other apps where I don't have to offload the content. 
onto a computer and throw it all together, I can do all this stuff on my phone. That's the, that's the great thing about these phones, whether it's Android or iPhone. You know, you have the capability of doing these things in the palm of your hand without having to import and export and do edits on a computer. You know, you may you may not have to have, you know, like high quality uh, programs in order to get the 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 product that you want to put out there. You know, you can do that in the palm of your hand. And that's one of the great things you know, I keep looking for thinking I, I need to get something to replace the iPhone when I do Facebook Live. Well, yeah, but then I have to have it go onto a computer and then have that computer hooked up to the Internet. And whereas I can do it right there on the iPhone, it's like ah, I could, you know foreseeably upgrade but right now everything works and it's right there in the palm of my hand the only thing that i don't have is a backup battery to keep it kind of charged up uh while it's you know while it's filming for an hour or or something like that so i am looking forward to seeing what uh what's going to happen with some of these apps and i'm curious to see how much filmic is going to raise uh with this little campaign they're doing i think they're doing a great job so let's go ahead right now and let's move into our post pick of the week post pick of the week All righty, let's see here. Dave, I think you picked our post pick of the week, so I'm going to hand it off to you. No, thanks. Thanks, Joe. And you know what? This week, I mean, again, as always, great images. We uh, This is closing out, um, and I, I think we're getting used to the new one-month-long uh, challenge um, that we that's changed since we went to recording every other week. Um, so this is going all the way back to uh, when we set up the challenge in December um, for Christmas decorations. So this is one from Elaine Taylor. Um, This was shot on an iPhone 11 Pro, I think Pro Max. uh, And it is a Christmas library scene where the tree is made out of books. And this looks like to be... Six, let's say seven foot tree, maybe a seven and a half foot tree, something on that nature. Looking at the size of the um, uh, table and the chair next to it, um, but it, the the color saturation and the brightness is just amazing, and the colors pop without being over um, overdriven. It's yeah. just a beautiful kind of rich color, and it, it it looks like you could just put this on the outside of a, a Christmas card. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Greg? Yeah, I, I like the uh, the brilliant colors. Um, I'm I'm thinking it's probably a night mode shot, just because it's so brilliantly lit. It may not be. But I'm, it's just the impression I'm getting from it. Um, you know, very colorful, uh, very um, inviting. You know, looking. It's like you want to just go and and 
stare at the thing all night long. Uh, just, you know, just brilliant. Uh, it's hard to see, you know, how big the room is, but it looks like it's a fair size room. Um, and, you know, there's a table there beside it with some, looks like some decorations of some sort on it. And I don't know, it, it's just really, really inviting to me. It's, it's really uh, well, like it's, it's saturated. It's got this nice saturated look to it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, really nice. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Matt? Um, yeah, I definitely agree with Dave and, and Greg on this one. I, I, I love the, the saturation uh, on this just because there's so many colors uh, in the photo. Um, I like how warm the photo is. I think it makes it look really inviting. Um, like you, you just want to be there in that room with all the, um, the decorations and the books and everything. And just the, the subject itself, which is it, in a way it's kind of the, the whole room, I guess. But, um, more importantly is that, you know, stack of books shaped like a christmas tree yes um and so i I would encourage everyone to check this picture out because me describing it as a stack of books shaped like a christmas tree does not do it justice this is three-dimensional it's round like a christmas tree would be um and i've never seen anything like it before it's just super unique um so i i really like this picture a lot it's just really cool and um just a very inviting photo yeah i like it uh the first thing that popped in my head when i first saw it was like oh is this hdr but no i don't think it is uh if it is hdr it was very tastefully done let's just say um i think with uh the little bit of the vignetting around the edges it, it i don't i when you when you mentioned the night mode i i think it was like one of those things i was like okay that makes more sense but it's very well lit i love the concept of the books being the tree uh and it's just i think a very well um composed image it's uh the tree's not there in the center it's uh, off to the left a little bit. The room's not square. Um, and and to me, that just adds to the image and, and makes it more intriguing. So, wow, that's, uh, that's awesome. So, congratulations, Elaine. You are our Post Pick of the Week winner. If you'd like to be chosen as Post Pick of the Week, you have two options. You can go on to our Facebook group and look for our weekly photo challenge, which is actually bi-weekly photo challenge. Um, or is it monthly? It's our monthly photo challenge. Sorry. Monthly, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, just go on to Facebook, look for our, our challenge, and you can see what's there. Go look at some of the older stuff that was done, because one of the things that's good about these challenges is that you can actually see that there are things that you may have never f- photographed before, or ideas, uh, composition, apps, all that type of thing, and say, oh, I really like that one. What did they do? And if if they don't put on there what they did, 
you can message them and say, what did you do with this uh, image? How, what apps did you use? Where were you? All that type of stuff. So you can get involved with everybody and find out what they did and they're and for the most part everybody's really good about uh communicating and uh letting people know what they did so i highly recommend that the other thing you can do is you can go on to instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter with your images so the next uh the next show that we do we're going to choose from instagram and uh look through the hashtag tiny shutter and pick somebody from instagram so so you have those two uh, different choices, uh, two ways of being chosen. And then what we do is we use the image for our album art. We post it on uh, Facebook, uh, the Facebook page, and it stays up there and, and people get to see it. And one thing we love doing is showcasing what our listeners are doing and the people who are participating. And uh, they have a they have a good time with it. All right. Well, I think it's time to announce what our next photo challenge is. And uh, we thought about it, and our challenge is twofold. One, it's going to be street signs. Uh, but we're going to uh, say that it's street signs using the Visionist app. So... Uh, go out find a street sign that's intriguing it could be something funny it could be in an interesting area it could be broken it could be new it could be weird whatever it is uh, and use the visionist app to uh, to create the uh, the the final image of your street sign and then post it on facebook and let's see what we can get how's that because it is a free download. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. And it works for iOS 12 and later. So uh, that means if you think how far back iOS 12 was supported, I think that goes all the way back to i to iPhone 6. Okay. So it's or, or, or at worst case the 6s and the iPhone SE. So even if you have older hardware you're not going to be limited to download the app and give it a try. Right. Oh, man, you mean my my 4S behind me and my 3GS, are, are, I can't uh, use that? Just won't make it. Just oh, won't make man. it. <laughs> you can actually use it. You just import your uh, images off of there True. onto your newer iPhone. True. <laughs> you can airdrop. Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Uh, do do we do you think we have a show, or do you want to go through and see what everybody's been up to? I do have just one little thing I want to mention. Sure, go ahead. Um, uh, okay, so just uh, to let everybody know that I will be recording the first episode of the Artful Eye Photography interviews next week. That's not a little thing. That. That's, well, a, that, that's, that's a that's a big, big thing. thing. That's definitely I'm a, a big modest. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Dave? I say that is a big thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of nervous. Uh, I will admit, but um, yeah, episode one recording next week, and then um, once I wrangle Joe for about a half an hour someday between now and then, and uh, just. Uh, get a, a good idea of how to get that thing up on iTunes. I'll help yes. you away. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Um, but yeah, it's 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 going to be good. I think it's going to be an interesting thing. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Uh, anything uh, that you have, uh, Dave, going on? Uh, nothing really exceptional going on. Just it's kind of a just marathons. Uh, normal. Yeah, just little <laughs> things like that. Yeah, just just a little fun winter running. Nice. So. <laughs> Very good. What about you, Matt? Is he muted? Sorry. Yeah, okay. I was muted. It's my my uh, your cat cat play. Yes. <laughs> um, as far as what I have going on is uh, pretty much nothing photo related, I guess. Although I must have sold a few pictures on that 2020 app because I, I got a a payout deposited into my uh, PayPal account this week. Nice. Um, and it was a, it was a, a decent amount of money. So I was like, Oh, all right. I should pay more attention to that. That's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> Maybe um, I should look into that. <laughs> yeah. It was a nice little surprise. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, I've been, um, I don't know, just like way too, too much in work mode. Yeah. And, um, I, I thought that I would kind of calm down a little bit because, uh, well, I don't know. I just thought that that's how things would work out. And I'm kind of rapidly discovering that things are never going to calm down. Oh, yeah. So um, I just have to find a, a balance. And, right. I, and I'm trying to do that. And I you know, I mentioned to you guys before the show that I got out this past weekend and did some shooting. And, um, you know, I, I didn't really shoot with the iPhone other than using the the DXO one camera, which you know plugs into the iPhone, um, and I got some really great results with that that camera. Um, I apologize for my cat, by the way. Oh, he's she fine. Wants, <laughs> She's fine. She wants to play fetch right now. She, <laughs> she wants to fetch. <laughs> um, she's bringing me like a little. Uh, uh, it's like a plastic ring from like a milk carton. Um, that she likes to chase around. Yeah. So anyway, I apologize for that. <laughs> um, in, in any case, um, so I'm still still shooting with that DXO1 camera that I talked about last year a, a few times. I really love it. Um, I kind of had a scare with it back uh, maybe like right after Thanksgiving. Um, I was at like a Zoo Light uh, thing. And was shooting, you know, some of the light Christmas light displays and started getting these pictures with like um, these like kind of like black bars, uh, almost like it was something going on with the shutter or something. You know, it was really weird, Um, but it only happened that one time on just like a few pictures that I took that night. So, um I'm cautiously optimistic that there's nothing actually wrong with the the camera um, and that it was just something to do with the shooting conditions or something. I don't really know, but that was really strange. But otherwise, that is a super fun camera to shoot with. Hmm. And, um, uh, you know, and then just, you know, today listening to you guys talk about uh, filmic first light, 
Um, and and I, I was still sitting here thinking like, oh man, I, I just don't know if I want to, you know, plunk down the the money for the the app because I've already got Halide and I have a bunch of other camera apps that are really good. I just don't see the need for this. But um, you know, when you Greg, when you mentioned the uh, you know half of the proceeds or whatever going to the Australian uh, brush fires, then I, I'm all in. I could definitely support that. So, um, yeah. you know, that's a, a win for me. I feel good, you know, about helping out a little bit there and then also a new app to play with. So, um, I'm hoping to get out this weekend, maybe a little bit, although the weather's supposed to be lousy. And then, uh, in a week next Friday, I may have some, some time, uh, in the afternoon to get out and do some shooting. And if that's the case, it might be some, uh, maybe like cityscapes or urban landscape type stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll be curious to see what your favorite, um, look is in the, in the app out of all those looks that you can get. Yeah. That, that'll be uh, something different for me to, to play with. And actually, on on that front, I really kind of just discovered today that in the Day Flash app, there's like editing and filters and stuff. I, oh yeah, I really looked into it. So I actually posted a, a picture in there today and used one of the filters. I actually thought it complemented the photo really well. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll have to check this out. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well. That's awesome. I uh, yeah. I'm I'm like I said earlier. I'm curious to see what Filmic's gonna you know how much they're gonna raise. I think that'd be a cool thing to see, especially you know with within the f- photography community. I think that's gonna be awesome. Well, cool. I think uh, I think we have ourselves a show here. What do you guys think? I think so. All right. Well, I'm going to yep, play this. Good. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. Where's that? Barely. Here it is. Barely. Barely. All right. Uh, let's go around the room and let people know where they can find you. Let's start with you, Matt. All right. You can check me out on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, what's it called? Flickr. Um day flash and the artful eye photography community at m hoffman photo and it is likely that there's one or two other social media outlets that i'm also <laughs> m hoffman photo so uh you could literally just search for me everywhere and you'll probably find me that's awesome uh greg yeah you can find me on instagram at mcmillan photo on twitter mcmillan underscore photo on day flash at mcmillan and on the Artful Life Photography community, it's just my name, Greg McMillan. Awesome. Dave. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and um, as Prof Pod, and in the Facebook group as Dave Podner. Excellent. You can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show, note to, uh, show notes to our Facebook 
group, our, uh, see what else, YouTube channel. Mark's been uh, doing some work over there, and he just messaged us today saying that he's going to have to redo some of the filmic stuff. So, woohoo! Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah but go to uh, go to YouTube and check it out and and see what we have over there, and uh, you can find everything at at uh, tinyshutter.com all right well uh good show guys i think uh i think we're you know kind of getting into the groove of the new year i can't believe uh january is halfway over and uh and next thing you know we'll be saying it's 2021 no, i'm just kidding uh not, not too soon <laughs> so all right why don't you guys say good night to everybody Good night, everybody. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive <laughs> flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. I'm doing the work. I'm baby stepping. I'm not a slacker. I can't. I'm totally paralyzed. I'm all locked up. Barely.